The shir today is going to be about whether la'asad lavai there are going to be avyainim, poor people. So la'chayda la'asad lavai when Mashiach comes, when Mashiach comes and cholam adanim etzuyin ka'afar, all delicacies will be plentiful, like the dust of the earth. Which is the famous expression that the Rambam says, which I'll read two more of the Rambam inside. So if that's the case, it seems like that after Mashiach comes, there'll be no mitzvah of tzedakah. There'll be no possibility to fulfill the mitzvah of tzedakah. Everybody will have plenty full of whatever they need. And there'll be no, uh, no poor people in the world. Is that a correct statement? That la'as lave, there'll be no more poor people in the world. Or at least no more poor people amongst the Yidin. Maybe there'll be poor people amongst Goyim. That's a separate discussion. Where exactly Goyim will be lost at love, by what their position will be, will, so on. But we're talking now amongst Yidin. So there is the very well-known statement of the Gemara that says, Shmuel, Shmuel statement in the Gemara, when Shmuel says, Ein bein oilam hazeh elo shibud bulvad. There's no difference in the nature of the world between... The, our times now and when Mashiach comes, other than the fact that the shibud, the, the, the fact that we're subjugated and persecuted by any government in the world, that will disappear when Mashiach comes. But otherwise, the nature of the world will remain the same. And Shmuel brings as a uh, proof for his statement a pasuk that it says, Kilo yechtal that there won't be a time when poor people will be gone from the face of the earth. There will always be a poor, poor people that you will have to help them. Which means that even lost Lavai, this is his proof that even after Mashiach comes, there will be poor people. So seemingly, there will be poor people lost Lavai. Okay? But then you have, like I mentioned before, the famous Rambam. What does the Rambam say in the very last halacha of the Rambam? There'll be no hunger, no war, no jealousy, no competition. The good will be there in an abundance. All delicacies will be found like the dust of the earth. The Rambam seems to imply that everybody will have whatever they need in abundance. There'll be no poor people. So what's going on over here? This is a question that the Mepharshim of the Rambam speak about. Because the Rambam himself, earlier on, takes the view of, of Shmuel. Right? In the beginning of the Patek, the Rambam here says, Ein bein oilam hazel Do not think that when Mashiach comes... There'll be a change in the meaning of the world, in the way the world is running. Or there'll be any other chiddush, any other change in Maiseberashis. That's not the case. And the Ramam goes on to explain how all the different prophecies where it talks about a change in nature, they're all metaphors for something else, but not an actual change in the nature. But right here, the Rambam seems to be saying that loss of love, no, no hunger, no famine, no war, no jealousy. Abundant. That's pretty supernatural. Pretty supernatural. That's natural. Okay. 
Okay, well, but the point you're saying has a little bit to it. We'll get back to it soon. So let's start with this. First, there's the Rambam himself in another place, in the Pirish HaMishnayis. The Kanach Nishzenafila, the Rambam in Pirish HaMishnayis, in his Agdama to Perik Chelek, in Mesech Sanhedrin, where the Gemara, of course, talks about all many different things about what's going to happen in Lassad Lavai. So the Rambam there has an introduction. And amongst the things that the Rambam writes there, I wrote down part of the Lashon that the Rambam says. That, that the Rambam says as follows. There will be rich people, there will be poor people. Strong people, weak people, even Lassad Lavai. The Rambam then adds and qualifies, looking relatively. Relatively, there will be people that will be rich and poor, strong or weak. Aval in those days, it'll be very easy for people to find their food, their sustenance, their panasa. Ad adam. Just a little bit of toil, a little bit of work that a person will work. He will make a tremendous income. Much more than the way it is Bismanazeh. Till here is the quote from the Rambam. The Rambam continues there. I didn't uh, write down the whole Lashen, but the Rambam there explains the famous Gemara in Ksubis that says that Lashen Lavai, it's going to grow, Eretz Yisrael is going to grow, Gluskois, Milas, it's going to grow beautiful food and the clothing or whatever. Everything will be growing on the trees. So the Rambam over there says that it's all a marshal. Just like when a person finds something much more than he expects, so it's like an expression. The person says, he found it, it was like prepared for me, it was like ready for me, and I didn't have to work hard for it. So, so this expression of the Gemara does not mean literally that it's going to grow in the tree, clothing or whatever, food, prepared food to eat, but it's going to be so accessible and so easy, the work that you'll have to invest will be so minimal, ki'ilu yumamish, picking up clothing off a tree. That's the way that I'm tied to Zach Gemara. So, some of our Shemana say that when you read the Rambam here, Baisi Azman, when the Rambam says there'll be no war, no famine, no, no kinna, and there'll be a toivim mushpas harbe, there'll be so much abundance of good available, you're supposed to interpret the Rambam here the same way. The Rambam is not telling you in his words that there'll be some kind of miraculous event where the Abishnah will just pour gold and silver out for everybody to take and have as much as he wants. When the Rambam says, that could mean, like the Rambam says in Pirisha Mishnayis, that people will have to invest minimal work and the, the result will be that they'll have a lot of money from that minimal work. You notice the famous story in the Gemara regarding Rav Shem that took his students down to a bika, to a valley. There was one student that left them and became very rich. And all of the students wanted to have the same riches and they would stay, they stayed to learn. Shemechai took them down to a valley and, and he said, Bika, Bika, Smali didn't resolve. Fill up with, uh, with all the gold coins. And it got full of gold coins. And then he told them, if you're going to take from here, you're taking from your portion loss of love. And then that all disappeared and nobody took anything. You look in that Gemara and then you look at the Rambam, it would seem like what the Rambam is saying, all those gold coins that fill that valley, when Mashiach comes, there's going to be gold all over the streets and there's going to be abundance of good where a person will have, just pick it up from the floor and it will be the... So there will be no poor people. 
But when you take a look at the Rambam and Pirisha Mishnayis, so the Rambam says, no, people are still going to have to work for a living, but not at all in the same way like today. People will not have to shvitz in the same way and not have to work hard in the same way. It'll be much easier, benekel, the Rambam says. Still, relatively, the Rambam says, relatively, there'll be rich and poor people. The Rambam makes it clear, keneget zulasim, which means the poor people of then will not be the same poor people of today. There'll be other people that will be so rich that relative to them, other people will be considered to be poor. But everybody, apparently, everybody will have what he needs. The only question is, how rich are you going to be? Okay, so which means then that even there is a concept of poor people. Not exactly like today, but there still is a concept of, of the existence of poor people. People were mamish suffering yeah. from hunger and so yeah. on. It's, it's a good marshal. These days is a good marshal. Correct. That the, you what, what you consider today, rich you and poor today is very different what you consider rich and poor a hundred years ago. Like it says in Chumash today, we have Yaakov, we have the Lacham Lachal, Bagabobosh, who do, these days almost nobody doesn't have that. That's okay. And there's, yeah. What the. No, people are, there are people that are struggling even with basic lechem lech or bag of dilbash. Right, yeah, but there are places, I understand that, but I'm saying there are, yeah, no, third of America. Correct. Yeah, so, and then the it'll be even more. Be'enarech more. Whatever the golden right. in Medina. Um, <laughs> the lowest standard. Right, there's going to be, exactly. The lowest standard of the poor person will be even higher. But there still will relatively be poor and rich people. Tov l'chol dava, correct. So it's not mamish of yainim, not mamish of yainim, correct. And also, you're right, you're right. Yeah, the Ramam does use the term ashirim v'av yainim. Correct. You're right about that. So there's a Rashi that it says if I said it's initial mokim. No, we spoke about that last week. I don't know if you were here. That even lost the love. Love daf gets ice and it's ainish shalmakim. Two weeks ago, I gave all share about that. Okay, but it still also doesn't answer the question. How about sedaka? Even if it's true that lost the love, there will be poor and rich people, but even the poor people will have whatever they need. They just they'll be called poor because they're not as rich as the mega rich people, but they're still going to have whatever they need. So is there any going to be any opportunity to give tzedakah? Right, it's sure gonna there will be. Huh? I'm sure there will be. Someone wants something. Okay, so. Yes. Correct. So there's other, there's other ifanim. How to give stocker besides actually giving someone money? Correct. Okay, so we'll get back to that in a moment. So first of all, let me say that there's a few places in the Rebbe Sichis. More than one place, a few, a few different makaitis where the Rebbe takataiches the Rambam this way. When the Rambam here says, even though it sounds like abundance and so on, but the Rambam does not have to mean miracles because this is the last halacha of the very same Pedic where the Rambam himself started off saying that there won't be a shinim and hagin so therefore the pshat here in the Rambam is, like it says in the Pirisha Mishnah, as I mentioned before, that people will have it easier 
people will be richer, but it'll still all be al al However, there are in the later years the hadronim that the Rebbe said on the Rambam, especially in two years of Tavshinun Aleph and Tavshinun Beis. So it was the Sikh of Lech Lecha Tavshinun Aleph, which that's when the Siyam Rambam then was, and then the Tavshinun Beis, the Siyam was in Simchas Teira, Tavshinun Beis. So the Sikhs that the Rebbe said in the later years, so the Rebbe said a different shot in the Rambam. And the Rebbe said that here, when the Rambam says, The Pshat in the Rambam is, as the words sort of sound, that it'll be B'derech Nes. And the literal touch of delicacies found like the dust of the earth. If you want to touch it literally, just like this dust in the earth, there will be delicacies or whatever madana means. Whether madana means delicacies in money or in food or in clothing, but madana in the literal touch does sound like that it's something So the Rebbe Taich. That the Rambam here is talking about a nest. Aye, the Rambam himself before said, min So it is the famous shitta of the Rebbe that the Rebbe spoke about on many occasions that there's going to be two tkufas lost at Lavai. And this is even before you get to the tkuf of Tchiyas Mason. Even before you get to the Tkuf of Tchiyas Mason and Olam Haba or the Elof Hashvi, which is already a whole different tkufa, even in the initial stage of Yemais HaMashiach, there are two tkufas. There is the Tkuf of Yemais HaMashiach, when Mashiach comes, builds the base of Mikdash, the Yidin bring Karbonis, and all the Tariag Mitzvahs come back, and there's Melech HaMashiach, there's a Melech, and all Yidin are living in Eretz Yisrael, and all, all the Mishmit and Yevel and everything. That's one Tkuf where things will be al Piderach HaTeva. Then there's a later Tkuf in Yemais HaMashiach, when the Yidin will be elevated, the world will be elevated, and there will be miracles performed. So the Rebbe says, even though the Rambam and Sefer Hayad, since he's a halacha sefer, only focuses and says the details that are negeah, halacha lamaisa, to know how to identify Mashiach and what the world will be like when Mashiach comes. He only mentions things the way they are in their natural order. That's the tapi halacha. The second kufa, where there will be shinim and agashalaylam, which are all mavur and many medrash chazal and in gemaris and various places and ksubis and shabbos and so on. The Rambam does not bring it in the sefer ayad in the Rambam because that's not in the gale halacha. However, the Rebbe said in the last halacha of the Rambam when he writes uba'oy soyazman, he's hinting, at least hinting, maybe even a little bit more than a hint to this second kufa. That the second kufu will be toivu mushpas harbe cholam adanam etzuyin ka'afar. That then there'll be absolutely no poor people at all because it'll be toivu mushpas harbe b'derech nes. Everybody will have the abundance of whatever they want endlessly, like 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 the dust on the earth. That's how the Rebbe taught the Rambam, uh, like I said in the later sikhs. Yeah, and again the pashtus. The reason why the Rebbe taught this way is because this is more the pirush apashut of the words of the Rambam. Cholam Adana Metsuyin Ka'afar lends itself more. If you want to touch literal, you're teaching with a child, and you tell them, Madana Metsuyin Ka'afar, what do they think of? Like they tell them, there'll be danishes and, and, and uh, donuts on the trees, and there'll be, huh? Guluskais, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Correct. So, Madana Metsuyin Ka'afar sounds like that. That'll be Bederech Nes, and that's how they ever touched the Rambam. So we have already an ain of Yemais HaMashiach. And for $20, you can buy all types of Madonna. $20, so any type of Madonna that you want. 
Okay, but here there's another detail to look at this, and that is let's look for a second when you get to the source of where the whole thing of a Asher and a Oni comes from. There are two details to the source of the whole existence of a, of a poor man, a rich man. So let's first focus on what we mentioned before from the Pirisha Mishnayis. Where the Pirisha Mishnayis talks about the amount of work that a person has to invest to make money. And he, he distinguishes that today you have to work very hard. You'll have to work very little, and you'll make money much more than what you make today. So the whole source of this thing that a person has to work hard for his panasa. Where does this come from? What's the source of this? Chet Eitzadas. Chet Eitzadas. The klolov of Bezeyas, Apechot, Toichal, Lechem. After the Chet Eitzadas, a person has to work hard for his panasa. Before Chet Eitzadas, basically it grew, everything grew, and you didn't have to work hard for your panasa. Like the Mishnah says, when I saw an animal that has to work hard. Correct. Right, the Mishnah at the end of Kedushan. Yes, correct. Correct, correct. The work that the animal does not have to work for his parnasa, and a human being does because because a human being did not fulfill the Eibushter's mitzvah by chetetzadas, and then even in the future when we were not totally misakin the chetetzadas, so therefore you don't have to work so hard. If so, when the chetetzadas will be corrected fully, so the world will return. To its natural state of being, the way it was before Chetetetzadas. That's the point that you mentioned before, right? So before Chetetetzadas, so that's what Lachera, what the Rambam is talking about, that people. Correct, but at least, at least as as the way it was before Chetetetzadas, that the world will be the way it was then. Yeah. And there is a pshat that the Rebbe brings in the Sikha from the Avedis HaKadosh. Avedis HaKadosh is one of the Makubalim. He writes. That even though the Rambam's shita is that there'll be no shini bimin hagishalaylam, and everything will remain al pidarecha teva, he says, but which teva is the Rambam referring to? The Rambam is referring to the teva before chetetzadas. He's not referring to the teva of the world that we experience today. That's not the real nature of the world. When the world will be refined and brought back to its natural state of being, it'll be like before chetetzadas. That's what the Rambam is referring to. So therefore, he says, when the Rambam here says, This refers to when Mashiach comes and the world will be, re- the, the true nature of the world will be revealed. And that's what the Rambam is talking about in the Pirisha Mishnayis. Okay. So, that's uh, the, 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 the source of this Indian from where this whole thing of Chet Eitzadas comes from, right? But the, the, the question though is, this idea of of is this returning things to the way it is before Chet Eitzadas? In other words, as follows. There's, there's three different options, three different possibilities, that is. There is, a, there is when a person has to work hard, doesn't just mean that a person has to work, but he has to schwitz. With the sweat of your brow, you get bread. The person has to work hard, like it says over there by the by the Eitzadas that after the Chet Eitzadas, after the Klala, thorns and uh, weeds began growing in the fields amongst the Tvua and the trees, and you have to work hard to weed it out and so on. Before then, there was no thorns and weeds, right? 
then there's what a person has to work. You have to plant, you have to, you have to grind to the, the wheat, and whatever you have to do in order to be able to bake bread. So that's not something which is a klal of the chetet sadas, but that's the regular amount to work without the zeya, without the person schwitzing and harving for the extra work that he has to do as a result of chetet sadas. And then... And then there's what the Rambam says that it'll be very easy for a person to find his parnasa and he'll invest very minimal and he'll see a brach in what he does much more than what he's investing. And then there's a situation where a person doesn't have to do anything, where everything is just available with him without lifting a finger. So there's various different levels to this. So even if you say that the world is going to return to the way it is before Chetet Sadas, even before Chetet Sadas, does it say anywhere that people had to work very minimal and, and, and that tiny little work brought them a tremendous hashpa? No. Before Chetet Zadas, they didn't have that additional uh, need to take out weed and, uh, weeds and, uh, and to schwitz and so on. They had to work. Normal. You had to plant and you had to charisha, ziria and so on, but they still had to work. I believe so. I believe so. No. Because because after the Chetet Zadas it says Kaitz Vidarda Tatsmiach. So it's Mashma that it's only the Kaitz Vidarda Tatsmiach, the thorns. Also it says Adamayim, meaning once Adam's around, then there should be work to be done, no? Again, what does it say? Right, they said, Love Dal Shomra, even before Chetet Zadas, Love Dal Shomra. In the simple Pshat, he had to work even before. Right? <clears throat> okay, various levels, correct. Right. So I'm just trying to... Right. Also, Epis. Right. I'm just trying to bring out that even if you want to say that the world is going to return to before Chetet Zadas, before Chetet Zadas, they also had to work. They also had to work. The Rambam and Pirish seems to be saying something even more, that minimal work will bring you a result of an income that's pe'ena reich to the little work that you're doing. Right. And the Rambam in, 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 in here, in the Sefer, when it says, certainly is mashma, then it's more than just returning to before Chetet Zadas. So therefore it's mashma that it's, it's, it's more than just going back to the Chetet Zadas. So this Pshat that some of Farshim say that the Rambam means that it's going to go back to before Chetet Zadas, L'chayre doesn't fit, not in the Lashon of the Sefer Ayad, and not in the Lashon of the Pirish HaMishnayis. So now, getting back to the question of Tzedakah. So if Lashed Lavoi, however you slice it, L'chayre, everybody will have what they need, where is going to be the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Tzedakah? So there's a Sikh in Chelech of Dalet, and look at the Sikh is Chelech of Dalet, where the Rebbe says, Gemilas chasadim is also with rich people. When someone you invite someone in your home and you give him a meal, he has enough of his own. He could go out and buy and he can whatever. He can prepare for himself. But he's here and you invite him in your home and you give him and you provide him. That's a Gemilas chasad, even if he doesn't need it. And the Rebbe adds right away there in the Sikha, Loi mishum so then he's poor, and lots of love is not, people won't be poor. A person will always have the availability to get whatever he wants. Elamite, but you can still invite him, you can still do Gemilas Chasadim. You notice the famous story of the Chasidim of the Rebbe Marash, I think it is, 
that he, 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 he spoke about, that Rebbe Marash spoke about the greatness of, of, of doing a Gemilas Chesed with another Yid, and the Chesedim came back, and they, they, they would lend money to each other, uh, just just to, to, to do Gemilas Chesedim, not that they needed it, but they just the, the, he gave him $5, and he gave him back $5, and they would lend money to each other, and when they came back to the Rebbe Marash, he says, Mama should be shined. That the way they were, they were shining because of the gemilas chesed that they were doing with each other, right? So there's an idea of gemilas chesed even when a person is not in a matzav of need. That's uh, the gemilas chesed of lost love.